Hello, I'm Howard, and welcome to the latest in the series, simply named 30 Footy Questions, or Football. I forget every week when I'm doing the banner. And this time, the interviewer becomes the interviewee, or summer, as I'm delighted to be joined by the man commonly referred to as the modern-day Bob Holness. It's Steve. Good afternoon, Steve. How are you? <laughs> I might just go for a pee first. I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm good, thank you. Yeah, yeah. my tables have turned. I've dished it out, so now it's time to take my medicine. Yeah, it's not dishing it out though, is it really? So the other one was that the general questions that they they got a bit deep. But the football ones are designed to be more fun and lighter, I guess. So yeah, 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 indeed, yeah. The, you know, but it's not like a normal quiz where I put you under pressure, are you? So no, but I am. I'm breaking out in a bit of a sweat. <laughs> okay. Well, how many have you done before this one? Was it four or five? It's either four or five. Yeah. Um, I've done yourself, and you were really good. In fact, everyone who's done it has been really good. Um, yeah. I think uh, we try and do them over the international breaks, don't we, now? Yeah. I ask only because I have changed a few questions. So yeah, so we're getting a bit, a bit boring, yeah. yeah. Well, not boring, but, you know, you obviously, when you were asking them, I can't remember what you answered, but you'll have given your own opinions some of the time. So a lot of the old yeah. ones have remained, but I think I've changed about a third of them as well. So should so, we get cracking? Let's get cracking. Let's do this. Let's ease you in. What oh, is yeah. your earliest non-City footballing <laughs> memory? Funny enough, I think of all of them, this is the only one I have mentioned previously, but it's, <laughs> it's, I'll, I'll repeat it. People might have missed a pod, and, um, but it's the 1980 FA Cup final, and it's a 17-year-old Paul Allen racing clear, about to score a goal at the FA Cup final, but becoming the youngest goal scorer in the competition's history. And Willie Young of Arsenal scything him down, not even looking at the ball. He's nowhere near the ball. He just swings a wild leg out. Um, and I think from this, I'm right in saying, it took about three years for it to be implemented. But I think the professional foul and the red card for professional foul directly stemmed from this incident because people were a gas they were absolutely furious it, it was just so wrong um and if you ever see it on youtube john motson's commentary is brilliant john motson is incandescent um apoplectic apoplectic indeed. i never get to say that word <laughs> can, can you remember this by the way no <laughs> if people that remember when I was being asked these questions were like, I've no idea. I don't remember anything before I was about 10 years old. And I don't <laughs> believe that anyone else does it either. So I well, have terrible, <laughs> I'm terrible at recollecting childhood I'll same, memories. Same, same, same. But check it out after this part out. Um, just YouTube it. Willie Young, Paul Allen. It, it'll just boil your blood. Did he, did he get a yellow then? He got he got a yellow, but he just resumed, you know, it was a yeah. straightforward yellow, yeah. carried on playing. What use is that, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was the very definition of a goal-scoring opportunity uh, denied. And and the, the greater circumstance, the fact that he was a kid, you know, it was, it was a big story, him playing that day. He was so young. Um, mm. uh, horrible. Uh, what do you remember about your first City game then? Well... I was hoping you weren't going to ask because I've always struggled to recall or more accurately, I've always got it wrong. And then I did a bit of research before the pod and I've, I've finally got it. Now I know what was my first City game and I feel more complete. It's a lovely feeling. It was Stoke mm. City at home, September 1987 and an Imre Varadi hat-trick in a 3-0 win. 
So there you go. That was my first City game. And I've got it up in front of me now. Let me just check. So, Is that on YouTube, though? Or is it too obscure? It may be. It may be part of... um, I think someone, you know, those season review kind of Mm. VHSs, I think someone's broke those up into actual separate components and put them on YouTube, which is great. Um, That is staggering dedication to the cause, though. It really is. Good on you, whoever's done that. But... um, so City had just gone down the, uh, the season. Well, this is the first season back in the what is now the Championship. Um, started well, beat Millwall four 0 midweek, and then I went on a Saturday. Um, I went to the next home game, and then soon after that, I went to my first away game, which was Bradford City, four uh, two win at Bradford. And then looking at it now, I then went away to Swindon four three away. Um, and then coming up after that, can you remember the game, two games on from that, Howard? Very famous one. No. <laughs> Go on, it you was, might as well tell me. For... Uh, the 10-1 against Huddersfield. Oh, right. Sorry. Yeah, yeah I was at that. So, yeah, so, um, yeah, so well, that was my first game. Well, yeah, two stories about my dad then, <laughs> from your answer. Obviously, yeah, when you asked me, I don't know, a good few weeks ago now, was it not? Oh. Uh, I can't remember my first game, uh, and I'm very dubious of anyone who can. So I thought I'd ask, I took my dad you know, to a match the other year because I thought he might not get to go to a match again. He's in his 80s now. yeah. And I said, well, I'm going to ask him finally what was my first game. And he went, oh, no idea. And I went, oh, <laughs> thanks, cool. Dad. Uh, but he does claim that after the 10-1 in 87, uh, we were sat in the main stand that day. He used to move around. Uh, that the ball was kicked into the crowd, perhaps by Steve Redmond, I don't know. Uh, and that he caught it and threw it back, which I don't know if that's a complete fib or not. So I'm not accusing well, did, my dad of lying. But... Didn't, didn't they all three get got a match ball, didn't they? Well, that's it, of course. There are three claims on the ball anyway, so yeah. it kind of makes it more relevant if the, but the ball lands there. But that's what he says, that he caught the ball that day and uh, just chucked it back. Brilliant. So. Could have got that, a good five. Could have got eight quid or more on eBay. That yeah, so. absolutely. Is if that, it existed um, at the time, yeah. There's that photo I recall of Tony Adcock, Paul Stewart, and David White all holding the same football as if they were all trying to claim it. Um, yeah, it was an incredible game. But yeah, that that was the season when I first started going to see City. Um, I'd supported them obviously before then, um, and I started going with my older brother who went home and away. It must have just been a case where my mum thought I was old enough to go with him. I don't know. Okay, this one will probably boil my own blood. Uh, oh, not good. I'm not trying to get triggered, but do you have a second team? <laughs> I do. Berwick Rangers. Uh, Berwick Rangers uh, is all right. Yeah, but well, it's obscure the... enough, but yeah, exactly. go on. They're Show in, your workings, please. They're in the fifth tier of Scottish football in the Lowland League. The, 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 the chances of them playing City in a competitive competition are extremely minimal. Um, yeah, well, I, I wait till the charges hit, so... <laughs> <laughs> um, I go solo will hit the Scottish leagues. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I went to Berwick on oh I went to Edinburgh on holiday when I was a kid and we stopped off overnight in Berwick and Berwick were playing Middlesbrough in a pre-season friendly and me and my brother went down saw it and I wrote a letter to Berwick because I was only ten at the time I think I wrote a letter to them asking if they had like a catalogue and. They sent me a catalogue, but it, they also sent me a letter from the club chairman. So it's a really nice letter. And mm. 
I've just liked him ever since. I've, all I do at this stage is I follow them on Twitter and follow their results. I'd be hard-pressed to name a single player, but it's it's a consistent, you know, I, I've followed them all my life anyway. Okay. <laughs> is, is that okay? Is that, is that Does that meet your kind of standards? Just about got away with it. Anyone who says Celtic, <laughs> anyone who says Celtic or Rangers, ah, yeah, yeah. followed on Twitter. Yeah. Uh, what is a cherished city result or moment? Yeah, best move on, Anna. What is a cherished city result or moment that the rest of us would struggle to recall? Yeah, I go nowhere near Celtic or Rangers. I don't. I never even just even mentioning them is a rarity for me. To be honest, it was <laughs> quite scary. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, the cherished city moment for me, um, November nineteen eighty eight. Mm-hmm. No one's going to remember this game, but I, I promise you, I, I think back to it fondly quite regularly. Um, City were in a promotion season, um, prom- promoting chasing season. They're 1-0 down to Oxford United at home. Trevor Morley scores with an overhead kick in the 88th minute, and then Stevie Redmond scores in the 91st minute, and the main road goes ballistic i mean it's a proper now of course there's been bigger moments since there's been greater celebrations since of course there has but i think possibly because that was a year before the five one against united that was the first time i'd experienced absolute mayhem in the kipax i think um so maybe that's why it, it just i always hold hold it dear hmm which city signing down the years ultimately disappointed you the most i thought long and hard about this and one name kept on coming up and it surprised me as much as it may surprise you sorry i gave this an hour's thought when i was being asked (laughs) yeah and and i i'm sure i explained it to you in about 25 minutes uh explanation (laughs) when i was on the show so you were for bodging off is that right oh yeah well actually sorry there were two questions that i overthought and it was one about changing in the results which yeah. i think i spent more spent more time on and this one yeah uh yeah it was so yeah i must have spent half an evening on those two so yeah you're not alone that's all i'm saying so well here comes the surprise anyway it's jack rodwell um mm. because it was in a really crappy summer wasn't it i mean we signed garcia we signed sinclair macon um, but it was a real disappointing summer, really. And in hindsight, we can kind of isolate that summer as a real wasted opportunity to kind of kick on. But Jack Rodwell was someone who I really rated highly at Everton. And it was always intrigues that set him back. And even on signing him, I think the, the thought process of every blue was, if he can stay fit, then he's going to be a really good signing for us. Hmm. But of course, he couldn't stay fit, could he? Um, at all. Um, so Jack Rodwell was a, a, a big loss I thought I thought he could have done really well for us if you think if he'd been fit 100% of the time do you honestly think he would have been yeah a success for City I do I rated him that highly I mean you know he was superb for Everton again when fit but he was always fitness problems with him um, and maybe mentality as well I, I went to um there was an event held in Manchester once when he when he was a City player, but he hadn't played for six months or so. And um, there was an event to launch um, a new the new FIFA game, and it was in his honour basically. Hmm. And they hired out this factory, you know, like an old cool you know ex deserted factory, and they did it all out. Um, we got loads of all these kind of you know movers and shakers there. He didn't turn up for an hour. He kept everyone wow. waiting for an hour on a night in his honour. 
and then yeah. which he'd be paid for to go to you know uh i just thought that that's that's inexcusable that you know so anyway jack rodwell for me it, it was it was a big what if at that time now i've realized i've put the same question in twice it's very similar i've, I've got different answers so it's all right no all i don't good. think you do well, this well, now I'm going to change one further down. So this question is: Do you have an irrational dislike of another club? Mm-hmm. And I realise near the end I've put uh, which non-big obvious team do you have the biggest hatred for, and why? So mm-hmm. I'm merging those now. Do you okay. have? And I've I think I've thought of another question already. Anyway, so don't worry about it. Uh, you'll have to think on the hop, but never mind. Yeah. I'm sure you'll be fine. So do you have an irrational dislike of another club? Because ultimately, I guess that defines it's not a big club anyway, because there's there's rational reasons to hate every other big club in the oh, Premier League. Quiet. I think we could all agree on that. So, Well, I will merge my answers then and say, first of oh, all, I've, I've always had a dislike of yo-yo clubs. So right. West Brom, Watford, kind of Crystal Palace, um, lesser Palace now. Um, who else? Nor- yeah, your Norwiches. Norwich? Your Norwiches, your Watfords. Um <laughs> Oh, I, I can't stand this this yo-yo in. It's like pick a lane. You know what I mean? It's like they're, they're, they're depriving championship clubs of experiencing the dream of Premier League and they're depriving us of going to a new ground, um, seeing a different team in the Premier League. I mean, if, if Watford come up, it's boring. It's so boring. Same goes with West Brom back in the day. Uh, but anyway. Nuts, but yeah. Uh, so yeah. are you really disliking parachute payments? Yeah, yeah, at heart, I think I am. But the club that I irrationally dislike has got nothing to do with yo-yo in, and that's Charlton Athletic. Hey. I, I can't stand, well, not now, I've got no problem with them now, but when they were in the top flight, I hated Charlton Athletic with a, with a passion. They were so sensible. They did everything the right way to such an extent where people would piously say, oh, yes, well, this this promotion-chasing side, if they, if they follow the Charlton model... It's like, oh, what Charlton model's that? Just to be really unambitious and never kind of extend yourself in any way, shape, or form. And and even after being in the top flight for five, six years, your your record purchase is like 325 grand from some, you know, a very sensible purchase of Ipswich. I was so glad when they went down and just goody two shoes and they could fuck off. There you go. I asked for irrational dislike. And I think that's why I chose him because it's, yeah. it's completely irrational. It's That's yeah. what, well. When you asked me, I said, well, there's about 80, but I'd say they're all rational. So, yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's fair enough, right? Yeah, we've, <laughs> I, think, I thought it best to merge those two. Uh, thanks for listening to the first 15 minutes of the show. To listen to the full podcast and all our content, including reviews, previews, analysis, quizzes, and much more, go to 9320.com to sign up now, or simply click the link in the description. So what are you waiting for? Go to 9320.com now for the best, most passionate, impartial coverage of Manchester City and beyond.